Wednesday, an unusual day for us to do a podcast on, but we're here, it's the Five Side Podcast, I'm Fergus Smith and I'm joined by Craig Gregor. Hello. I'm going to have to say everyone's name like that now, I fucked up. Billy Kirkpatrick. Good evening. Ross Dewar. Hello all. And Matthew Thompson. Evening. I was going to call him Matt there and then I, I remembered his full name. You know, standard. Um, that's it. The The football season's over. The cup's done. The The football's all done. Um, we'll get, we'll, we'll move through um, slowly the events. Um, League 2 relegation. Well, it was relegation. Uh, Breakin. Um, 2-1 down after the first leg and they played the second leg and Lost that one. 1-0. One Only 1-0, but uh, they did lose. So Kelty Hearts find themselves um, into the league system, the pyramid. Uh, the game was uh, <clears throat> with a bit of controversy uh, right before half-time. Well, not controversy, but yeah. uh, naughtiness. It's a weird one. Uh, obviously, it's still um, alleged of uh, whether he did say or not. It's not nothing's been proven. The weird thing for me was the fact that the ref seemed to have not heard it and then went on the player's word to send them off. I don't know. That's what it seemed like in the highlights anyway. Um, okay, I'll step in here and um, kind of clarify points. Um, I think what's happened yeah. is that, now, the highlights are not the best. The highlights are one of the... They make, the, make it look worse than what it actually is. Um, I think there's been a bit of an incident. It's then led to a bit of afters. Um, and from what I'm led to believe, it was communicated. I think the assistant referees picked it up. It's been communicated through the earpiece, and that's how the subsequent um, red card has been issued. But given player reaction and kind of surrounding reaction, I would suggest that the alleged comments yeah, are likely to be true. Like the player, he kind of realised... Like when he was getting sent off, he didn't put too much of a fight up against it. So he must have done something. You know, you don't, you know, if you haven't, if you genuinely haven't done something wrong, you protest your innocence. Um, But given the, I mean, throughout the whole game, let's, let's be honest, throughout the whole game, it was a very, you know, tetchy, scrappy, feisty at points. Um, You know, it was very, very challenging to, to control the game throughout but you know from the highlights in my opinion I thought the referee was outstanding and you know I, I think we've been on here for you know weeks and months and maybe we haven't shone the light on the good thing things but Sunday based on the highlights and based on from people I've spoke to in the kind of wider picture it was faultless yeah it did Absolutely seem like the faultless. referee uh, handled the game quite well for what was, al- was always going to be a very feisty game and um, two teams fighting for a lot, um, and obviously, Kelly Hearts were the favourites going into it, but they probably didn't have the, the lead in the first leg that they did deserve, so they still had to fight for it in the second leg. Um, so yeah, I think we do also have to stress that if they are the alleged comments are true, they are, have no place in um, modern football, and I would suspect a subsequent lengthy ban will be 100%, 100%. dished out accordingly. Yeah. Oh, well, you never know, because um, going by 
why other bands that have been handed out to other players uh, over time. Um, weird ones get handed out for actual crimes. Well, not crimes, but like actual yeah. bad offences and then things that are lesser get uh, huge fines and bans, etc. Uh, typically speaking, Bill, obviously you'll know the system probably better than we do. What type of um, band would you suspect? 10 to 15 matches, or is it... Not as much as that, I think. It, well, see, the only kind of anomaly or differential in this situation is that since the last time an incident like this has happened, the SFA have launched their new diversity and um, inclusion plan. So potentially what make me, it might make me think there might be a harsher ban is to set an example. Um, obviously they brought in Marvin Bartley and various other people from yeah. across the, the spectrum of, you know, race relations and um, relations relating to protected characteristics. Uh, I, I would say if found guilty, you're looking at a minimum, a, a bare minimum of six games. Uh, a bare minimum. It, it could be... 8, 10, 12, but I would say 6 would be surprised if guilty that he probably, I don't know when his contract expires with Rangers, but I wouldn't imagine his contract would be renewed if found guilty. I think off the top of my head, I believe it is um, next, next year, year expires. I believe it, I'm sure Rangers will hand out their own punishment as well if, um, if he is found guilty. Whether that be a, a termination of contract maybe, or just a fine to him. I know they did um, obviously they have tried to improve things with the everyone anyone um, like scheme etc so I wouldn't be surprised if his contract will get terminated or something along those lines. It's a bad look of it isn't isn't it? I think though and to play devil's advocate here I think the player if found guilty does deserve the opportunity to go on, yeah. you know, rehabilitation courses, uh, and you know, you know, he's only eighteen, nineteen. You know, I, I wouldn't want to see anyone's career cut for potentially, you know, one moment of badness. You know, as as it was, I think the player has the right to earn the chance to to learn the lesson and you know come back as a a more yeah. wide minded individual, no, stronger person as a result. The key of it. thing with any situation like that is if the player can go away. And and sort like not not sort himself out, but improve himself and understand what he did was wrong and put that out of his his um his personality basically, and um, and come back a better person than uh, he deserves a second chance. So he's not he's not cancelled. Uh, no, he wouldn't be. Completely I I'd say I'd say he's yeah. pretty cancelled at this point at the right. moment. Can we uncancel him then if he goes on a rehab course for not hitting gays? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Kelly Hart started to even up with the red cards uh, late on in the game, and then after that, that that's when they decided to yeah. score their goal. Oh, it was an absolute stinker of a challenge for the. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. He just jumped in two feet off the ground. I'm thinking, you've got the man advantage. Yeah, the, the referee right in front of them as well. It was such an easy. Like, he was so quick at getting the red card out because it was so easy for him to produce. You know. Would you not just take yeah. if you're going to take one of the team, just trip him up and then pull him back, I think, take the yellow card and move on? The, I think the time of of it happening 
probably was kind of benefited Kelly Hart because it would kind of spurred breaking on to maybe try and go up and win the game, get a couple goals and uh. I mean, to be fair, judging by that, I mean they were they lacked any even before the red card. They lacked oh, yeah. any real quality. Does ever does ever lose uh, the red card? Yep. You know, I wouldn't have said. I probably said over the time they didn't deserve to lose the second leg. They didn't deserve to well, win. The, they didn't, you know, them, the goal did come with a, a little bit of controversy with um, a breaking player being down injured. Uh, Kelly. Don't know why they didn't notice it or why they just decided to play on. Obviously, there's no rule that says just you have to kick the ball out. It's just a bit of gentleman's agreement. <laughs> I don't think they didn't notice Yeah, it looked pretty noticeable on the play. Yeah, I meant it's noticeable they didn't to notice, me, you know, but, until um, they were through. Until. I, I think it was known before then, but you know. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, again, that's that's um, that's there's no disagreement for me. I think that's you, you yeah. play on if you've got a player down. Play that's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a serious head knock. It was just a bit of cramp. Um, you know? yeah. I mean, it's a shame for breaking the the their tragic uh, plummeting down the leagues, and now they're no longer in the leagues. They'll go into the Highland League. Yeah. Yeah. Highland League. Unless they apply for a new SFA license, which could put them in the Lowland League. Yeah. It's very confusing. The Highland League, Lowland League. But as it stands, it's Highland League. Highland League, Lowland League. As it stands right now, yes. Confusing at this point because a team coming up from the the Lowland League, but a new team going into the Highland League, it leaves unbalanced leagues at points. (laughs) So there might be some balancing out. Need to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Um, <clears throat> moving, moving on. Uh, League One. <clears throat> Dumbarton lost their game to Edinburgh City. One um, nil to Edinburgh City at the end of the day, but Dumbarton had secured themselves after the first leg, and will find themselves playing League One football again next season. Comfortable enough in the first. Congrats. Leg, so. They didn't have to try yeah. too hard. Ferg did say that I was over. Ferg said that I was he over. He did. He was adamant about it and he the was right. was over. Well, evidently, Ferg was right. The tie pretty much was over. As uh, that result meant nothing. Um, yeah. But congratulations. Um, I'm sure we will fight back uh, stronger next season. Mm-hmm. Roaring back. Roaring back, yep. Um. Yes, Morton in the championship have secured them secured themselves as well after a convincing three 0 home win. Um. Never in doubt. Was it the record that wouldn't happen? Are uh, Mosey's twats? Did I not predict Morton yeah, to win? No, I know you. Zero points. Right. Not my victory lap. We should bet to do it. Um, yep. <laughs> just rub it in. Yeah, to be honest, I really didn't expect Morton to come out fighting so much because they've been dreadful all season. Um, but well, that's your, that's, those are all the players that you've yeah, signed. Well, we've got one in so far. Probably, apparently, we're getting our two more. Um, but yeah, it was comfortable in for them. Um, maybe having the fans in has spurred them on. Being the being the the, the team that we're higher up, obviously they did have the slight advantage going into the game. Um, I mean, we did see the atmosphere the ultras oh, yeah. brought with them to the and stadium, so that I would. Think Morton's kind of 
well. Nah, yeah, nah. I don't know. Like, they were in that position, but I like they're better than League yeah. One quality. Uh, they they just ended up being in that position come the end of the season. Well, they- they had moments um, throughout the season of like good quality. It's just inc- they're just inconsistent, which is sort of their issue. Yeah, it could have been um, terrible for them if they did get relegated because they are they are in money problems. I know that when um, Hopkins was there, he was uh, supposedly playing some of the paying some of the players out his own pocket. Um, so they are they will still be struggling for money, but obviously staying in this league is going to help them out a wee bit. That will help them, and um, fans returning yeah. will certainly help as well. Because as as we go further on, the more per- the higher percentage of fans yeah. are allowed in to stadiums. Um, well, congratulations to them. Unfortunate for Airdrie that they kind of stumbled at the last hurdle, but a step too yeah. far. I feel it was. I think they they were. They did well to uh, see off Cove Rangers the round before. Um, that that could have gone either way that tie, but I think I think maybe they put quite a lot into that, and then Morton are probably just a a level above them, and evidently so after a three 0 convincing win, scoring early, scoring late, you know, just. The way you win a the way you win a game. Some some mm-hmm. goal to open the scoring. To be fair from um, your head, probably probably Bill's goal of the week. I've not had one of them in a while. <laughs> uh, no, it's not my goal of the week. Uh, I'll give yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I I don't know. Yeah, Martin will be fighting it out next season near the bottom of the championship though, because. It's, it's, the championship's quite a strong league next it's, season. It's looking it's like it's not as a, a strong league. I'd say it's more of a league that you can't predict who's going to win that league. Well, yeah, it's uh-huh. be, um, but it could be it's a, really be a league where league. I feel like anyone can beat anyone from like from the, the yeah. teams that just get promoted to the teams that just get relegated. There, they're going to. It's going to be a very even league across the board. And you've got you've got Partick coming in instead of Alloa. Um. Partick, who I think are better than Aloha. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Probably just um, now. Hart's making way for Hamilton. Hamilton. And Dundee, they've 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 gone up uh, in place of Kelly, which is the next game we're going to talk about. So, um, 2-1 Dundee after the first leg, you know. It's, it's sort of... Um, I think they were unfortunate in the first leg. I thought they played quite nice football. Could have made it more. They had chances to make it more, and Kelly got back into it late on. Um, it was kind of lucky, I'd, I'd say, the way they got into it. Yeah, I feel like the, the 2-1 scoreline kind of flattered Kelly, but um, it was more of a 3-4-0 a scoreline. Kind of. Um, Dundee could actually have it. <laughs> could have had the... Yeah. Could have had they a game had the bed before the second leg. Um, but they did make it never, never for themselves going into that second leg. They scored so early on, but 
I kind of expected that to happen. I thought they'd come out the gates a bit too much for Kelly, but it did look at the start at the start of the game. It looked like Kelly maybe had some fight in them, um, some sort of desire. They were pushing up the pitch and playing some okay football. But... Yeah, they looked all right. They looked as if they'd came to try and get yeah. something from the game yeah, for the first seems like nine minutes. Seems like just kind of knocked their full stuff out, and then mm. and then the defense just said not to be able to play football. Um, I mean, they've been doing that really, all season. To it's been really decided. It's been most of the season of not going to play football. Um, yeah. The infamous Charlie Adam. He picked up a goal in the first what leg. I've always rated him as as everyone can. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I think he's one I'm of the sure, best players in Scottish football. I'm sure uh, our, our normal listeners would um, agree with you. Normal listeners, if they're your, if they're your pals, they're not very normal. Oh, that's, are they? a, that's a bit mean. Well, at least I've got them. <laughs> um, um, yeah, strong, strong from uh, Thingy. That's not what Dundee. Yes, strong from Dundee in the first leg, and second leg, which was Monday night there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it started much the same. Uh, Dundee flying out the gates. Uh. Seven minutes in, so six minutes in the first leg, seven minutes in the second leg. Um, and Kelly lay down and, and let them score a goal. It was nice of them. It was nice of them. Dreadful. Absolutely dreadful <laughs> defensively. I mean, it was it was like watching four statues trying to move around in mud. It was... I have you know it was only three statues. The right back was nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right back well, was just not there. Um, but, you know, these things happen. Um, I was about to say that Mullen assisted himself, but that says Mick Mullen. Uh, so Mullen was assisted by Mick Mullen. And it's a, it's a nice wee finish. It was. Um, goalkeeper did his best to try and rush him, close him down and make himself big. But uh, composure, composure from the striker to slide it under him. And that got them off to a flyer. And... It was um, not much more than five minutes later. They made it 2 0. Yep, my goal of the week. This, goal of the week. Uh, it, was, uh, it was by far the greatest comedic goal <laughs> I have seen this season. Uh, better than uh, Dumbarton's own goal against Forfar, Forfar's own goal against Dumbarton, which, uh, whichever way it was. This was funnier. It was. Um... Um, what I'd, say, I'd I'd probably say catastrophic from the the, the Kelly centre half and left back I think it was. Um, I would say decided to run into each other. Ladies, in is how I'd say it. I would uh, concur. Yes, it was it was quite funny watching them fall over each other and then both appeal for fouls. The thing is, though, we all agreed it was a foul in real time. <laughs> Well, in real time, and that's why we are just watching the game and not... Yeah, well, I think we should be sometimes with the refs in this country. But yeah, agreed. But yeah, then gave uh, Dundee a, a free goal in the tie at that point, and uh, it was pretty much dead. Uh, that, that killed the tie. That, that killed the tie. It was pretty much tie over. Dead and buried at that point, yeah. Um, <coughs> second half kind of started much the same for Dundee. And probably the same story as the the first leg, where uh, they had plenty of fucking chances and just could not finish their dinner. 
Yeah, I think they kind of, I'm guessing at the half time, we thought they were basically just told just more of the same. They're pish. I, I imagine that's all. I, that's, I reckon that's all. More of the same, they're pish. And that's all they did. And the thing is, Dundee might be slightly concerned that they didn't score more goals across the two ties, the two, the two games in the tie. But, yeah, they done it. Do. Both ties. <laughs> so I don't know where he's maybe picked up an injury. Is he their best striker? Yeah. Is he their best striker? Yeah, I would say I think, so. Probably. I think maybe going by things, he might have been carrying a slight knock. Well, he must have because he didn't miss a game just, up until maybe that. Maybe if game. I'm if I'm just going by the, if I'm just going by their drunk videos from afterwards. Uh, uh, well, when when he's when know, he's swinging in the that, chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, to be fair, that is sing- what happens he, when you've got There's one where he's singing, singing a song about his arse yeah. or something, I don't know. I don't, was he really um, yeah, yeah. swinging in the chandelier, do you not see that video? That's what the rehab we gave Chris Julian in Dubai. Oh, nah, he, he, didn't, he didn't swing on the chandelier, he bent the chandelier and swung on it. <laughs> so he did yeah. swing <laughs> Yes. Oh, move on, move on. Um, uh, Kelly must have paid the referee before to try and give them a chance in this game, because... They got they got gifted a penalty. Um, I think the referee had already decided what minute he was given the penalty in. He just waited until, until the ball was close enough to the box and he was like, ah, there you go, there's your penalty. Shambolic refereeing. Well, I thought I it was, thought a it was also penalty. a penalty I mean, as well. He could have been killed. Um, he could have been, been killed, killed, but it I think was it was violent. a penalty. Jerry didn't pick up any Billy's sarcasm there because uh, uh, Billy had said yeah. in the night that he was not a penalty after seeing the replay. We were. No, I, uh, I don't think it was. To, clarify, to clarify, four of us weren't all watching it in the same establishment. I, I um, was not there due to um, COVID. At different tables due to the current coronavirus It was different. Yeah, it just covers us on the legal basis. That you dog translating? Yes. Yes. I think it's safe to say that. Safe to say, I don't think it was anyway. No. But I think he's already going down. He's already sliding down, and the goalkeeper tries his best to not. But at the end of the day, it, it didn't, it didn't really make you know. a difference, did it? It could have, no. and uh, could have, but it didn't. Um, Carol have to put it away. Yeah, great. Wow, he's not going to be playing Premiership football next season. Well, he might so. be. Um, no. Well, I mean, according to latest reports, um, Aberdeen are apparently interested in well, signing him. He is one of the players that Kelly have offered a contract to, but I'll be very surprised if he signs that contract. Um, um, obviously, after um, their game the other night, they only had, was it three players signed on players, for next season? Four players. Sorry. And then they've handed contract to another few a lot of the young guys yeah. probably um, sign off. What, what, what do you call him? That that man. Um, oh yeah, him. His name no has well. passed me. Another one that was on the loan air. Um, uh, he had that much of an in, in his cabin, and that's the one uh, had that much of an impact that his name went past me. Uh, he has signed a new two-year deal, and yep. he knows where the back of net is in the championship after having a decent spell while of us. So if uh, if Lafferty yep. doesn't sign um, on, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him playing next season for them. Um, I know it was um, stated by uh, the chairman of Kilmarnock that Tommy Wright will be receiving the same amount of money as he would have in the Prem. So it'll be interesting to see um, <laughs> like, uh, what they can do with said money. 
it's a gamble. I mean, it is a gamble because if it goes disastrously wrong, there could be serious financial difficulty. Yeah. I feel they need to um, understand that. Well, at it's my a tough end, league. My was... opinion for them, they shouldn't be trying to go out and buy loads of players. They should try and focus on their youth players, bring bring them through because it's it would be good experience for them, and they they should be good enough to to compete. Um, add in a couple of experience heads in there. I've, I think for me, uh, Kelly and Hamilton find themselves in very similar sort of situations going into the championship next season where genuinely I think both of them <coughs> should be if they recruit right and sort of build a decent squad they both both teams should be up there fighting for promotion whether it be winning the league or um, through playoffs had a mind blank there but uh, yeah but also I think at the same time, I think for both teams it could end up uh, quite the opposite and they could both end up lower down the league, especially with some of the teams that are yeah. in that league. Well, as I said, looking looking for at it's it. It's going to be a league season. where everyone can beat everyone pretty much. So. Um, and some of the championship teams that have been playing championship football for a few years, I mean, they can, they can build on what they've done. There's not really a massive team in the league anymore. I mean, teams like Inverness, etc., um, have put down good platforms. All they would need is a couple of um, extra signings to really um, challenge. I mean, the... yeah, Dunfermline could give it a good go. Yeah, I think Inverness. If they build well, it depends. It depends what the summer can, window could. Because he has, he's yeah, got experience could, coming they out. They could mount some player, form of challenge. Lovely, to be fair, so. Um, yeah, but. Kelly and Hamilton need to do the need to do the job right and sort At the end of the day, out. Kelly have only got themselves to blame. Um, they uh, sat their manager when they were fifth in the league because their players couldn't handle the training. Well, what was that? That was not that. That, that was the start of last season. December. Mm-hmm. December last season, they sat their manager. Yeah. Yeah. So December twenty eighteen. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah. There's a little bit about Darren Hamilton. I I think he had a. Okay, start to the Alessio. He had an okay start at Kelly. I mean, Obviously he lost not, to Connors P, but not fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, but he just yeah. come in like you. You allow these things. They had, um, had an okay start had league wise. In the league by December, not. Uh, I, I think the biggest problem was bringing uh, Alex Dyer in. Obviously, a good assistant coach, but he was shoehorned into that sort of manager yeah. role. And, you could tell that a lot yeah, but, of these players who are still holding on to that one good season with Steve Clark, they never really yeah. um, pushed on from that at all. That's the same all as just, Kelly fans, though, because they all just stagnated. You, you say to them all, you're like, you say to the Kelly fans, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have got rid of uh, Alessio at the time that you did. And they go, ah, oh, but we shouldn't have lost Steve Clark. It's like Steve Clark was always going to leave when yeah. a decent job came up um, for him. To, to I think make that claim is a bit, I don't know, it's backwards because you, ha- you that happened. He left. You brought in a manager who was a bit more modern, um, his philosophies and his sort of coaching styles, and uh, players didn't like it. They didn't like the. It was confusing for them, which I don't understand. I mean, just just when. think about and actually adapt to things, and then uh, because of that, they were sitting fifth in the league and uh, he gets sacked. Shame from. I think 
I think it shows the ignorance and arrogance of particularly the players, mm-hmm. particularly the players of Kilmarnock. Um, you know, okay, it was a new, it was new for them compared to the way that, that oh. Steve Clark had them playing, but they, they were playing. You know, they were great football. They were playing football that would have kept them safe from relegation. And you know, the, the whole revolution led by Kirk Broadfoot that, that he wasn't going to play for them until he was out. You know, I, I actually yeah. I have no sympathy for them. I, I'm I'm delighted. I will say this openly. I'm delighted they're relegated. They deserve. They deserve to go down. Twenty-four defeats. If you had in the two playoff games, twenty-four defeats in forty games. That's almost as bad as breaking. That's not that bad. I mean, they, they des- you know they deserve to go down, and you know I don't think they will go up next year. I think they'll be rotting in the championship for the next decade. There we go. Obviously, they they got they got rid of a manager. I don't think. Alex Dyer was the worst appointment for them. I think he did. He, did, he was solid for them. Yeah, he was. I mean, he didn't nah, I, I think he was shoehorned into that. Pos- yeah, I think he was yeah, shoehorned into. He came out in record and said he didn't. He was it. fairly. He was. He did. He did an okay job with them in that season, um, and then obviously this season they've had a monumental collapse. But if you look at their recruitment last summer, I mean, it's not the not the greatest, and their team is very old. A very aging team, yeah. Yeah, the recruitment was to be to be nice. The recruitment was shit. Well, I was trying to be nice, but the recruitment it, was on a form. You know, to quote, to quote Gattuso, with Steve Clark and Alessio, it was sometimes maybe good, and with the recruitment this summer, sometimes maybe shit. And this was maybe shit. Yes, they brought in they brought in which was our only upside to the. That was I think that was Tommy Wright. It was Tommy Wright. Yeah, so that's that was the sometimes maybe good yeah. lap. Um, yep, bye bye Kelly. Goodbye indeed. They're but gone. Kelly, the question: and... is, are you still are you still happy they got relegated after today's managerial announcement? Um, I'm yes, not. Yes, I'm, I'm, can we can we just can we, can we can we get onto that after? Can we get onto that after before? Uh, um, we'll just uh, predictions. Well, well, uh, Oh, yeah. the high score we have missed out a game uh, one of the most seven? important games of the week yeah. nah the, the <laughs> nah. cup final maybe nah nah yeah, nah. Really nah nah Craig I don't want to talk about it because you're the only one that, uh, that got, got the prediction right I mean it was an obvious well done to Johnstown uh, Johnston Saints Johnstone. for winning the cup against uh, Edinburgh Green manager of the year yep uh, Dure did get himself seven points uh, and that me and Craig tied on six, Billy with two, and Matt did his lap of honour in the final week with uh, none. Well done, Matt. So are we Thank just going to pass over the fact um, that St. Johnson did do a cup No, no, I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just going to take my, I'm, Craig, I've started this. I, I, I've started this because I'm going to take my moment to say, fuck you, Craig, you finished bottom in the predictions. Can we give a final run over of the total points? Um, okay, Craig's, Craig's rock bottom on 212. Uh, I'm not on the bottom with 213. Uh, Dura is uh, quite a lot above that uh, with 234. But he's getting minus 50. So for, for what cheek? Um, yeah, for cheek. Now nah, for saying that Ross County were getting relegated, but they didn't. They weren't even close. Um, Billy with 235. So uh, Matt 247, but he's also minus 50. So Dura will be going to the bottom. Matt will be going second bottom. Um, and Billy, Billy is the champion. Well done, Bill. Thank you. 
I don't know how the scoring system works, but thanks. Well, they made silly predictions, so yeah. they lose 50 points. Oh, well, there you go. Maths, quick maths. Uh, yes, we will move on to the most important game of the week. I don't know. I, was, I watched it's bits of it. I was in and out of watching it. Um, yeah. it. It was important. It was a very big game. Sorry, I'm not saying it wasn't an important game. Um, But, you know, it's all been clouded <laughs> over by the fact that uh, Kelly are shit, so... Yes, it was the Scottish Cup final. Um, and it was it was played between St. Johnson and Hibernian. Um, a game that, that could have really gone either way. St. Johnson obviously have just come off the back of their COVID worries. Really sort of struggling for fight, like not fight, finding players, but like having players available fit like Matt Sharp and stuff, so um, for them to go out and play as well as they did and eventually coming away from it, 1-0 yeah. winners was uh, some feat from them. I'm sure um, uh, was one... I'm sure Cal- Calum Davis- Cal Davison Cal- would have been delighted when uh, he started to get, they started the game and uh, only one team turned up, so Yep. Um, Hibs were non-existent pretty much they did Hibs but they're St Johnson's big big cup game player Sean Rooney he did his bit in just over half an hour the exact same minute as the league Um, cup yep he went towering over I think it was Josh Doig at the back big mismatch and uh, (coughs) uh, thundered his header home and you know that was kind of that was kind of the story of the day there was not an awful lot of action after that in the first half. No, really. not, not too much in the, the first mind. half. Uh, second half. Uh, second half. Uh, Hibs maybe could have done something. I think they had had themselves in the front foot a fair bit in the second half. Um, I wouldn't say they had themselves in the front foot. Um, they had more of the ball, but uh, St. Johnson were the much more dangerous team. I know. Yeah, but I I just mean in in general, like there was times in the second half where Hibs had definitely the opportunity to make a better chance and they just didn't really. Yeah, you know what I mean. They played a lot worse than I think anyone ex- expected them to. Um, well, I expected them to play that bad, which is why I expected St. Johnson to win. I didn't I didn't expect them to be bad. Um, I just expected St. Johnson to be more affected by their COVID issue. Well, it was a lot of um, fringe players mainly. It wasn't really any of their starting um, eleven, yeah, which was uh-huh. was good for them. So they were able to. Angus just obviously, um, what's his name, coming out saying that he was struggling to yeah, make a well, bench. Yeah, well, they managed up. to get a bench, a fairly strong it's, bench as well. So. He did a fairly <laughs> strong bench, a fairly strong starting eleven. <clears throat> um, so Angus just mugging, mugging folk off, and he certainly mugged Hibs off. St. Johnson, St. Johnson had the chance to get the second up from the spot, uh, which would have. We should have made my prediction right, but um, but Glenn uh, decided that he was was going to take a, a very terrible penalty. Yeah, <laughs> a, a poor penalty, but I mean, fair play to the goalkeeper. You still yeah. have to save it, so he got. It was a good, good second save as well for the rebound. Mm-hmm. I really thought that at that point, like he saved yeah. it back out into where everyone's running in. Uh, in comes Chris Kane, and he they cannot. He, he try, I don't know. It looks. I don't know whether he's trying to go far yeah, post and it just bit. sclaps off it. But it looks like he's trying to go near post to me. 
uh, when the when the wide open space is the far post from them, which Definitely. confused me. But these things happen in football, and well, they weren't kicking themselves because Hibs just could not mount mount any sort of threat on goal. I think they only had one shot on target in the second half. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They only had two in the whole game, but well, yeah, wasn't the best of games. To, um, but St. Johnson did. Nah, I thought it was going to be a good game, but it wasn't. wasn't fantastic. Did what they had to do. But yep, St. Johnson lifting the cup double this season. Well Remarkable. Done to them. Did he say well done or according to them? No, well <laughs> done to them. According them, I think it's because Matt's. Because Matt spoke at the same time, I thought he said according to them. I was like, oh. <laughs> according to everyone according, else. According to, them, but, you know, according to Rangers, they won the treble, you know. <laughs> yeah, I thought Drew was just being better there. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Fair play to them. Mr. Mister Davidson uh, robbed of manager of the year. Uh, like, I've seen quite a few people saying on Twitter, really? it's, it's not robbed, because to rob is... To say it's robbed is to take away from, take oh, yeah, away from the fact not, how well uh-huh, Stephen Gerrard's yeah. done. Obviously, the majority of people think that Cam Davidson did deserve it, but Stephen Gerrard did do a very good job as well. Oh, I mean, the, um, none, none of the clubs, um, obviously, um, everyone voted for Gerrard. Yeah, but feel, um, the writers all voted I feel, for I feel Gerrard. Like if you, if <laughs> they did it now, though, if they, if they waited until after the season had actually finished and did the manager of the season, I think Davidson, I think Davidson would have got it. wait until the end of the season. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's come in his first season of management, managing St. Johnson, who, if they weren't careful, because they got rid of a tenured manager who they knew what they were getting from, finished fifth in the league, won both domestic cups, or Rangers who didn't make a cup final and won the league as favourites. They weren't favourites going into the league, to be fair. They were not. They were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were. Sky to to be fair, they were. They were. They were. That's based on who, who people are putting money on. I, well, but that's what we're talking about. Talking. Even if you did look last season, Rangers at points were miles better than Celtic. They just didn't yeah, have the consistency. I, I, I'll agree with you on the point that, that like that's Bookie's favorite. Yeah, just because people are better. But like predicted favorites, Celtic were a hundred percent the favorites to win the league this season. Without a shadow of a doubt, I think a lot of people would have said would have said that, yeah, but and like Rangers were favourites in the sense of sense that we are talking about it. Um, that that brings us on. It's the end of the season. It's farewell. Um, I just want I just want to give uh, some context to the predictions quickly. If you were wondering how many points we got, just judging by my very quick counting, I scored. I won with two hundred and forty-seven. Out of a possible one thousand one hundred and thirty-five points, uh, so if anyone next season thinks they can beat me, as you can see, got a lot. Is that right? Um, I reckon it very well. I, I counted very quickly that there's two hundred and twenty-seven games predicted in total. I did do that very fast, so mm, maybe okay. I'm a few, maybe I'm a few games off, but I don't think it makes much of a difference to the the overall terrible display of our predictions. Yeah, I know it's it's difficult to predict things like that. Like, as especially in a season like this season's been like it's not it's not been the run of your run of the mill season. Um, I was going to say that brings us on to <coughs> the departures of managers from all over the league in the Premier. Talking about departures I mean, of manager, we here all night talking about them. 
every club just uh, <laughs> what was it yeah there's like six managers have left the positions or something yeah in the premiership well, um, nuts since uh, since Lennon left Celtic there's been um 18 other managers left I think it was whoa and it doesn't um, seem like that long yeah. ago that Lennon Ross left Ross County no. Ross, County, Ross County were quick. Um, yeah. they, they, John Hughes announced that he was leaving. Um, they, they very swiftly went went out looking. They 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 found their man. Uh, the rumors were going. Everyone was getting really angry at the rumors. They were like, "Surely this isn't true." Um, their SLO released a well released a tweet today, basically saying. Uh, I've forwarded on to the club everyone's concerns if the, the rumours are true. And, uh, I don't know, very shortly after that, like within an hour or something, um, the, the the tweet went up, uh, Ross County announced Malky Mackay as their new first team manager. Um, Dreadful. Dr- shambolic, like, I think is the word I said when, when the rumours were going the See if he was a good manager as well as a racist. You could maybe see, okay, that's <laughs> but he's not even a good manager. He's just a racist. Uh, Craig, you I am going to disagree and say that he has made some mistakes in the past and he has been on various rehabilitation courses and he has served his tenure with the Scottish FA, UEFA and FIFA. And he's now ready to come back into management. And, and he's, he's still a shit manager. Offered a job in the so SFA. That's a thing. Yeah, he should. He, uh, he should never be back. He should never. Like, he should never been back. Anywhere I do, I do agree. Sports. I do. Because if he was one, I do agree. wasn't even one There's loads of them. People deserve second chances. I won't. I won't repeat any of his language because no. people deserve second chances. But the guy's never apologised for anything he's said or anything he's done in the past. And that's a first I, I thing hope you have to do is just apologise about it. I hope they go down, and I hope they suffer because I don't want anyone of that type of nature involved in Scottish football. Surely, if he's that much, you realise that the championship is still Scottish football. A little bit of accountability. I I reckon he'd get fired at that point. Liquidate. He he literally has a worse win percentage. He is. He wins thirty-six percent of games. That is dreadful. Um, Obviously, zero percent with Scotland. Moving on, I don't, I don't want to give a lot of time to a racist, um, homophobic, yeah. misogynist, misogynist. Um, Craig mentioned obviously since Neil Lennon left Celtic, a lot of people keep keep using this uh, since it, this is how long Neil Lennon's left Celtic for, um, and they still not appointed a new manager. Technically, they did. Technically, they did appoint a new manager. An interim manager to the end of the season is. As, as good as it is as a new manager. Like when Brendan Rodgers left Celtic, Neil Lennon was appointed as interim coach manager for the rest of that season. And then after that, after the, his last game was when they... And the showers. Appointed, uh, uh, after that, they appointed a new manager, which was him, but that was... It was a new like, contract, yeah. Oh, a new contract. So Neil Lennon left, there was no one in charge, and then they were like, hey, John... Can you take charge to the end of the season? And be interim manager. He's in, he's then the manager, okay? Technically, so now he's two week just coming up in two weeks since he played his last game. Yeah. Uh, they've not even confirmed that he's gone yet, 
Like they've not even confirmed whether he's leaving the club. Well, he's contract for the club either, yeah. I don't think. No. Uh huh. Um, and folk are, folk are getting all wound up. Like, oh, it's been it's been this x many days. I don't know how many days because. Um, but folk are folk are getting all worried. Ninety-two days. The season's just finished. Like, chill, chill out. Um, for like a minute, take take a beat, and just like relax. Let the club do the thing. They've come out. They've they've made multiple statements because people get keep getting so wound up, saying, "Don't worry, we're on this. We're getting a manager sorted." Just sorted. <laughs> I think at this point, from the way I'm reading into it, Celtic are kind of jumping through. Uh, legal and sort of contractual hoops with uh, their new manager it seems or departing uh, coaching staff and whatnot. maybe that could be the issue as well you never know like, all these things like they do it their way they're just taking their time because they don't want to make a mistake obviously they rushed into the last one and maybe they might have seen that as being a bit well, of a mistake for them. We're, still, we're still at a point now where we're going to, well, Celtic at least are looking at season ticket renewals and everything and they're asking folks to put their money in there without yeah. any um, real I, knowledge of the direction of the club over the next year. I 100% uh, understand that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'm not a season ticket holder, but... But from the way I've seen it, um, people are saying that by the end of next week, Celtic will have their manager in place. Mm-hmm. To be fair, we have been reading articles for the last couple of months to say nah, that, that at the end of every. Yeah, this one's better. <laughs> no, from from what I've seen is by the end, of, and I think at this point is it's probably fair to assume the season's done. Uh, at that point, like there's nothing else happening in any. It it would be un- unbelievably pasty. embarrassing if you don't get how after all of this. Well, what, if we someone, what, if we, what, what if they were never talking to how? Like, what if we got on 2020? But what if Celtic were never talking to how? Then, then at, at that point, is it still embarrassing? Because I wouldn't say so. Who would you like then? Supposedly, Zidane's going to get sacked as well. So. The, the, the Lille manager just resigned after winning the league. We can have him. Yeah, he's resigned. I don't know. I don't really know the logic for that. Maybe he's just like, so there's nothing really else I can do here. See you. Monaco as well, so he's actually supposedly quite a good manager. Um, yeah, but he only seems to do it in France. So like, let's see if he can come. Yeah, well, he can come try and do it in Scotland. He's probably take the Kelly job or something. Well, they still got um, a manager. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anything else happen? Um. Since the last podcast, Yogi, obviously. Yeah, we've already said yeah. that. Yeah, no. Just to clarify, my it was 15, 15 jobs since then. Yeah. And there's still, still eight uh, available. What do you call him? Big Barry? What? Big Barry? Yeah. yeah oh, he's left Kelly Hearts after getting Supposedly, the league, yeah. The Alloa yeah. job. Um, Good chance um, to try and win something, hopefully, maybe. Michael Mellon is supposedly leaving Dundee. Dundee. He's leaving Dundee. Yeah, he's already left, yeah. Yeah. He's left under United. Um, um, fair play to him. He did well with him this season, yeah. I'd say. Don't worry. After, obviously, they had to, they had to sort of change their manager after last season. Cause he I wouldn't be surprised it. if uh, Derek McInnes took that job. Maybe. Well, I don't know. It's a, it's quite a difficult job, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's why Mickey Mellon obviously didn't stay for long. It's not the... Didn't have the, the visions that he wanted anyway, and it's, it's a tough job. Um, but he... He did well yeah, enough for them like, this season to keep them um, up. Um, <clears throat> kind of in a stable position anyway. They never really 
looked. It's a very, it's a very difficult one to try and keep Dundee United up as yeah, well. Um, no, it's not for everyone, you know. <laughs> not for everyone, but you know, sometimes you just have to yeah. rebuild. You got to be a, a very good manager um, to keep. But I think if you, if you, like, if you look at some of their their squad, like some of them are getting a bit, bit older. A few lone players, you know, um, a couple of players. Their goalkeeper, he's probably looking for a move out of the club. Shankland as so well. Shankland's likely to be wanting maybe a better club, but I don't know. He's not had the best yeah. season, so he might not be able to sort of ask for that me. yet. He only scored like what eight, nine league goals or something this season. Um, it might be a tough one to push through a decent move. Yeah, he's, it's a it's a small scale rebuild. Yeah, it's not it's not a completely massive like rebuild that like the likes has no. got, but. It's still a tough job that um, some managers might not want to get their hands dirty like that. Um, uh-huh. I think Derek McInnes could do a good job with that, though. Well, he's went through some phases in Aberdeen of having to change things up, and he's always done it pretty yeah, well. He's, he's always had like players leaving and stuff from Aberdeen, so he's always had to invent new yeah. players. I think that's the nature of being a sort of top-flight Scottish manager. Most of your good players aren't yeah. going to stay very long. So, if you still... Yeah, <clears throat> Dundee's quite the, Dundee United. Sorry, are quite similar to Aberdeen that way. When they get a decent player, they're likely to lose them to yeah someone, whether it be like Celtic Rangers or down like English Championship, lower Premiership. But like it's always bound to happen. So yeah, but to them because they have they have no real bargaining power to keep players. It's been interesting somewhere across um across the leagues anyway to see the the manager movements yeah. and also the player movements, see what's happening. Um I think in a lot of cases we're unlikely to see much happening until after, after the Euros, yeah. The Euros. Yeah, there's quite a lot um, of players in and the SPL that are going to the Euros, so uh huh. It's it's creeping up on us now. It's Next Wednesday, Scotland play their first friendly. Exciting. Yeah, it is quite exciting, exciting I imagine. I'm getting excited. Getting the fever. Obviously, like, obviously it's not the, the tournament yet. We'd still be playing friendlies at this time of the year anyway, if we yeah. weren't going to the Euros. But it's just one of those things, like, you know, after the two friendlies that we've got our first group game just over a week after that. So, um, yeah, we're getting it. We also getting confirmed closer. today that uh, UEFA uh, will stick with the 10 game band for. Cadella. Um, they obviously uh, the it was appealed. They um, UEFA stuck to their guns and uh, kept the ban. Um, I don't know if you did see the photo of Cadella with um all of the black players who play for Slavia Prague and uh, Slavia Prague put the photo up, best of friends and well, stuff like that. So and... They can't be racist because you've got black friends. That, is that the... a black one? Yeah. Yeah, the classic. Um, uh, does it, does I, think... um, I was, I was seeing the where uh, does he have to be named in their squad to put the band to count or can, can Czech Republic still name a 26-man squad? No, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Just I think he's just like he's banned. He can't. Yeah, I think he, he can't be picked at all. Um, it's a shame because I'd like to see like yeah um, one of the Scotland players go right and hard on him. 
break his life. Just, I was thinking that the other day, and I don't know. I, yeah, I was, I was just thinking the other day, like I'm at, just, just fucking imagine, like well, you need know, someone like you need someone like Ryan Jack in there for something like that. Though. That's the kind of player you'd want. Oh, and unrelated. Nah, we bring we now bring someone off the bench. Yeah, that's John Fletcher. Snap his John Fletcher was called up for that. And unrelated news, Alan McGregor's been called <laughs> up for the Scotland team. Well, what, 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 <laughs> Who'd what believe that? Um, we're playing, we're playing Alan McGregor as striker. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Stop, you're, get, you're getting Matt too excited. Anyway, Imagine how um, angry he would be as a striker. <laughs> I know it's uh, I know it's Wednesday, but we're taking a. Oh, this is this is midweek, but it's our weekly podcast. Uh, we're taking probably. A small hiatus yeah. until the start of next week. Um, Possibly going so. back to a one a week the podcast fr- uh, after the hectic yeah, schedule at the end of the, the season. For the week. Euros. Awesome. Yeah. For the Euros, I think it makes more sense yeah. for us. Um, but I think we'll, before the friendlies, we'll do maybe a short wee half hour. We can do something. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. there's still going to be a lot happening in Scottish football over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so that next week, Monday or Tuesday, whatever mm-hmm. suits everyone, we'll we'll do something. We'll figure it out. And um, before the friendlies, do sort of a preview for them. Any news that happens in Scotland, and then take it from there when it comes to the Euros. Um, until then, would you like to say cheerio, Matt? Yep. Thank you, everyone, and a special thanks to Nicole at Netflix support for getting my account. Unhacked today. Did you, did you send her the link yep. when, uh, when she unhacked it? Yeah. What, to the podcast? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Craig. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Uh, Jura, yep. if you could do me the honours of saying cheerio since Matt didn't. Uh, cheerio, everyone. And uh, Billy, a farewell from you. Goodbye. What an arse piece. He didn't say fucking farewell well, I'll, I'll say farewell from me it's farewell from all of us it's good night goodbye and god bless <laughs>